This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Mattoon, and today I have an old friend here to help me help you. Not an old friend, but a friend that I've known for a while that you have been listening to. Now I finally will introduce her. What if I just continue to like not introduce you and it's like, that happens to me. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that all the time. Sid Wilder in the house. Hi, girl. Thank you Hello. for having me. I'm so excited because as you were just mentioning that... We met in 2013. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's actually insane because that's probably, you're probably one of the first people I met once I moved here. I know. And I wish we would have like, well, you were on your hustle. I just like, it's hard to have real friends. Like, I love yeah. you and I think you're awesome. And thank you for having me on your podcast, oh God, by the way. Really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's hard to maintain like really close. Fr- and I was just getting married too. So like anytime a bitch gets in a relationship, they're gone. Always. You know? They're never your friends anymore. Which I'm like so nervous about. I had a tweet the other day that I was like, the reason why it's called getting booed up is because the rest of your friends are getting ghosted. Pretty much. That's and a like, great saying. I'm sad because I, even though I know that cognitively and like I can already be annoyed of it, I know I'll probably be like that when I get into a relationship. Yeah, it happens. Wait, so what's your deal? <laughs> what's oh, happening no. with that girl? What's happening? Do, with my relationship status? Yeah. Okay, let's get into it. Let's go. I it's so funny because I was filming a video earlier today and I was like, I sometimes make jokes about being single. Yeah. But like I'm single because I want to be, because I'm like waiting. Yeah. But the issue is, anytime it gets close enough to date somebody, I get scared because I'm like, oh, I'm going to definitely date them for at least three years. And by that time, I need to get married. Wow. So now I'm like, oh, if I don't see myself marrying you on like the first couple of dates, then like we're not, I'm not even going to be your girlfriend because <laughs> what's the point? That's so true, especially like because I think we're around the same age. There's no there is no point unless you see a future. But right. I will tell you, being a divorced lady now, mm-hmm. marriage isn't that great. But it's so funny. <laughs> Too. It's not. It's it. whatever. It's a business transaction. But <laughs> but it's so weird because like I've been working with JK and Nikki uh-huh. and you know everybody and all of them are married. So it's like when right. I go do that, I'm like, oh shit, I better be careful what I say. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> but I know how to like change it up. Like, you know, I look at me now, I have like no makeup on, I'm chill. I love it. You know, but it's like I know when and where to use the Sid Wilder Instagram sexy persona and when not. And I'm not Sid Wilder on Instagram 24-7. And especially when I'm around couples, I get really 
really uncomfortable because yeah. I was cheated on and I don't like I j- I'm very aware of how the whole dynamic of male and female relationships work and I mm. never want to be that bitch who's like looked at as a homewrecker or flirting with anyone's and I'm just so respectful because I, I know what it's like to be cheated on so I'm just right. I make it kind of awkward actually because I'm like oh, right like you. overthinking yeah. what is like how they could be yeah perceiving it yeah it's so interesting that you say the like almost like the the dichotomy of who you are because you do so much character work yeah thank you yeah thank like you. that's how we met like I oh, you yeah. were doing so many characters and so many different you sketches were my sketches you were so good with Mark Harari we oh. have a sketch together called um oh what the was workout it? one the, the best workout period it's workout for your period it was the sketch parody yeah yeah or commercial parody that and was so fun you were so funny with Mark oh <laughs> my gosh you were so, and oh my god I didn't tell I think I did I invited you to the Chinese theater we had a yes. we won a comedy award for I saw Oh, the web series. Congratulations. No, congratulations to both of us. You were a part of it. She was so funny. I actually was like, I should post that for the promo. Oh my God. You and I were in Fab Life Teresa XO mm-hmm. and you played a makeup artist. You were so good and Thank so cute. You. Your productions are always so good and so well-rounded because like not only do you write them and act in them, but like the the look of it is so professional. You Thank would you. Not a lot of people know how to, like, pull off a sketch or, like, any type of visual medium, like, to a quality that's movie movie quality. Thank you, especially after they just got out of rehab. <laughs> right. No, you you have been killing it for a long time, and everyone needs to know it. <laughs> no, I have. I've been working very—that's something that's very important to me. Directing is all—like— Obviously, you know, when you're doing any sort of production with YouTube and you do amazing choreography and I just dance videos and acting, you're just you're the same way. You want to put your heart and soul into it and you learn more and more behind in front of the scenes. And how I like to do it is if I'm not proud of it, I want to put my name on it. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to fucking do it. Yeah. So that's just like how I roll. I'm very meticulous and it takes forever. I still have so many sketches and that was the dog, not me. (laughs) What's the dog's name again? Francisco or Francisqua. Okay, that's a lot. That's, that's a little too I, fancy for me. I call him Francisqua. Francisqua? What's up? I'm just going to call him Frankie. Can I call him Frankie? Okay, cool. Frankie. So anyway, uh, I forgot what I was talking about because the dog. I think it's always really when a dog walks by. Shoom. I love the dog, though. He's like, we're bonding. I think that's so interesting that like, I think both of us are pretty similar in the way that there's so much going on. Like we do a lot of different stuff that sometimes has like a through line and sometimes doesn't. Oh, so God, like. Yeah. With, like, the acting and the writing and, like, dancing to me and, like, podcasting and then videos and personality-driven stuff, it's also very different. And, like, how do you—do you ever feel like if you just did one of those, then it would be—that your life would be easier? You know, that's a really good question. I was going to ask you a similar one on on my podcast. Um, Yes and no. My thing is that I've learned because I'm such a self-starter and I want, like— I forgot what I was talking about before, but this it correlates with mm-hmm. what we're talking about. I want everything to be perfect, and my perfectionism really does kill me. And I love all aspects of this business. I feel like if I just put myself in one box, I would feel isolated, and I don't feel like I would be my true self. Yeah, I like doing different things, but my problem is getting the right team together because I just want to be so hands-on, but I need to like learn how to let go yeah. and ha- operate on a team so that way I can get more done. Right. That's what's holding me back right now. But I think just doing one thing, I wouldn't be happy or satisfied. I like doing a lot of different things. And there's some projects that speak to my soul and my heart at the certain season of you know my life that I'm in at that time or the theme or whatever it is. Yeah. And so like I'll be more drawn to singing at a moment or dancing at a moment or acting or writing. But I always try to write because I think— 
think long term. I know I can't do this hot bitch thing forever, and I don't want to, <laughs> which is why I love my character work so much because yeah. it doesn't matter what I look like. It, it's about the work. Yeah. So I love the medium of voiceovers and um, – I love doing podcasts, which is great. Mm -hmm. And I love writing because it doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah. You know? It's so interesting, the the hot bitch thing. I know. You're so funny, like, laughing. I was like, can I fucking curse on here? And <laughs> No, but that's because when, it, when we met, I was extremely clean. And you I was, still are, girl. I, <laughs> you still are. I'm like, can I even talk about sex in front of you? Like, I don't even know. I'm like, are you sure you're even going to release this podcast? I'm crying. And it's so funny because downstairs, I was just having this conversation. I was like, I'm 28 years old. I should be able to, like, be an adult now. But I think it's because, like, with YouTube and, like, the adpocalypse a couple of years ago when they were just like taking ads off of anybody controversial's like videos and then like since working with like really big brands it's like they don't if a target or a home depot or a head and shoulders like wouldn't really want to put their money behind someone that like the whole family can't be behind right and that's how i've been like living yeah i know that's like that's the thing and i totally get your brand i i and i love what you do i think you're awesome and I just it's crazy though that I have to like I do feel like I have to stay in it. In I don't. Order. That would drive me crazy. Yeah. That's why I'm like I would rebel so. Hard. That's why I'm well for many reasons I stopped doing YouTube. But mm. I just I don't know how you can do that and and sustain your like. Do you ever just go fuck this? Um, like to doing YouTube videos, or would you say but you this? No. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just actually cursing? <laughs> I I think that like with the podcast especially like it's an excuse an older audience, so I don't have to worry about people taking ads off because like right. podcasts are podcasts, you can say whatever you want. So yeah. I do feel a lot better here, but on YouTube I'll I'll like release a couple of cuss words, but like I won't. I won't go insane because also, like, my family watches it. Right. And that's, like, that's the weird thing. I don't let my mom listen to this podcast. Even though <sighs> I, it's not even bad. It's just, like, I still – and maybe this is, like, a, a like self-fulfilling prophecy. But, like, I still feel like a child in their eyes. Yeah. Because I moved away when I was 18. I remember you were so – wait a minute. Wait, you moved away when you were 18? Where'd you go? I went down south into Florida. And then I moved here when I was 20. Okay, so yeah. still, you know, like I was on my own pretty early on. And yeah. then it was it was basically like that's that siphoned like where our relationship kind of ended. For and sure. I was ending as like, a, you know, when you like see a person from high school or someone, you know, like back in the past and when you're around them, you end up like reverting back to who you were of course. around then. Yeah. So like, I feel like that's how it will always be as yeah. a child. But like, yeah. I don't want to do that. Well, but, like be Britney Spears, break out. Remember, mm -hmm. I'm not a girl. Well, I think like, I understand I'm the point of what. Yeah, but not a, what a woman? What is not it? yet a woman. Not yet a woman. But now I'm a for sure woman. You're 28. Yeah, so I can say whatever I want. Yeah, always, always. See, yeah. that's the benefit of me having so many daddy issues that it really doesn't matter. Like I revel in that. I'm like, I'm just going to say whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want. And you're yeah. welcome, dad. <laughs> you're welcome, dad. Wait, so you said you are not going to do this hot bitch thing forever is what you said. Well, I I think it's, I mean, uh, first of all, when I met you, I like had hair and makeup all the time and like it, making the work that I do. And obviously you saw all the shit that I, I brought in my whole crew of stuff. I do everything. I'm a one woman show. Yeah. 
you have to kind of pick and choose what's important. I told you before we started this interview, I was like, what do I want? Do I want to do my hair and my makeup and look good and glam? Or do I want to take the time to research you, figure out what questions to ask you and where I want to lead this interview in order to make great content? Right. Definitely more the latter. Right. You know what I mean? That's what's more important. So to me, that's kind of like where I'm at. And I think it's important too with all this Instagram, all the filters, all the apps, all the shit. People's body image and the way they think that they're supposed to look is so altered and fake and I just think it's important to be authentic and because, you know, even though I am, I curse, I'm very inappropriate, I lead with my sexuality and I'm very open and Mm -hmm. I don't think that you should be shamed about that at all because there's a whole fucking backstory of that, but like, I'll get into it afterward. I'm done with this little tangent if you care. I don't I, don't <laughs> I do know. care. I know. I'm like, well, it just depends. The, the, the conversation's going to go in a different direction uh, if I if I go there. But I will follow you wherever you will want me to. Oh, girl, get ready. <laughs> Buckle the fuck up. Um, seven seatbelts <laughs> and an emergency exit button ready to be pushed. Seriously. I just think it's important to show people all the different sides of you because you can't. It's impossible to look like a fucking Barbie doll all the time. You can't. Mm-hmm. That's not realistic. And it's also beautiful to see different layers of someone. I, I think there's that's where the true beauty lies within like who you are, not only on the inside, but all the different looks and feelings that you can portray. Yeah. Yeah. Barbie, I haven't seen a Barbie in a while. Fuck Barbie. But yeah, I mean, everything is wrong with her. Yeah. There's, I'm wondering like how, because it had to go through so many different people to go like, this is the doll that we're going to give little kids. Oh my god. And they're going to want to be like her and they're going to like alter everything about themselves to look like a little Barbie doll. And none of like the measurements are unrealistic. The ankles are unrealistic. Like it's not like a real thing. Yeah. And Ken didn't have a dick. Really? Did he not? No. And why, how could he? He's tucked. Okay, that's bullshit. Okay, this is not a good representation of anything. And then, like, what does he do? Barbie's got all these different jobs. What does Ken really do? <laughs> Barbie has so many jobs. And he he drives around in her pink Corvette or whatever kind of convertible top car yeah. that she oh, has. Is it a Jeep? I don't know. And and that too. That's just not okay. If that's like really gonna be a realistic relationship, you know, totally. like if he's gay, amazing, go do that or trans, whatever you want to be, you be right. you. But like, I just don't think that was the right fit for Barbie. <laughs> Barbie has all these jobs. Ken has one swimsuit. Yeah, that's it. What is that? Okay, that's not okay. Whatever. If you could make a Barbie doll now for the future children, mm-hmm. for your future children, anybody's, what would it look like? Exactly what I just talked about. Like where you can make up the Barbie, like put makeup and take it away, change the hair, change the clothes, change the whole vibe. And I think it would be fun to add different, like kind of like Mr. Potato Head, add different layers Ooh. to different body parts so that way they everyone knows that all shapes are beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love that. Thanks, girl. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> I thought about it. Oh, so the, going back to the different, if you want to go here, we'll go here. Let's go. So the reason I'm so open and honest and uh, kind of just embracing my body, especially right now, too, that I might divorce is final this January, driving downtown was like giving me all these flashbacks Whoa. of having to go. Because my divorce took three years. I was only married two. I don't know if you know that, but I didn't I, get yeah. anything. I didn't get a dollar. I didn't get attorney's visa. I didn't get spousal support. Really? I didn't even get to keep the fucking TV, girl, okay? Like, I was just ready to, like, get it over I was so over it so hundreds of thousands of dollars whatever it was just like crazy so yeah like I can't even so the reason I'm so comfortable with my body changing gears again to a different topic uh I was my first two sexual experiences I was raped by a guy and then a girl oh my god so isn't that weird so I learned the anatomy really quick of both bodies oh my (laughs) god I was like okay um but I didn't let that define my sexuality I didn't let that like I was ashamed and really scared to like 
express myself and what I was and I was bullied so bad for what I look like and I, I posted this recently that's when I turned to songwriting and kind of mm. got in, into singing and that's how I got in the business but having those experiences just really kind of molded me and who I am now and I don't let them define me I, I'm not a victim and I love my body and I'm just really comfortable with my sexuality and who I am and I hate that that makes other people so uncomfortable sometimes but all I want is for people to embrace who they are embrace their sexuality and be who they want to be, you know? Right. I'm not trying to force my opinions down on anyone. I just want everyone to be happy. Yeah. Including myself. Right. <laughs> and you so deserve that. Thanks, girl. I it, it is so fascinating because if if you were to put like us on two at like one line, we would almost be on the edges of the spectrum. Yeah. Because like I barely I think like the I barely show um my belly button. I know. I was like, what? <laughs> I know. I've never seen it. I know. I'm like, where is it? Do you even have one? <laughs> have you ever been? This is definitely a tangent. But have you ever been showering and like cleaning out your belly button and like push too hard? No, but I've had shit come out of it. I was like, why? How does this cotton or whatever the hell is in there? Why? Why are you? How did you get there? You know what I mean? It's so insane how much cotton is in your belly button. But push your belly button right now. Like push really hard. Like go, like get in there. Like everyone listening. Okay. This I I actually meant to like, like a unbutton my pants earlier because like I I had so much Chipotle. Oh yeah. But like go in really hard. Like push really really hard. Okay. <laughs> what am I looking for? Is there some? Is there a surprise? If I don't you know about. Keep pushing, you'll find it. <laughs> push even harder than you're pushing. Girl, I can't. It's like a like a worm or something. Do you have really? an in here or an Audi? What if I had an Audi this whole time and I didn't tell you? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong. With it. it looks like you're masturbating. It does. <laughs> Thank God we're not recording this. I actually I would not do that. I would not make other people uncomfortable. I'm oh, not sure, that sure. bitch who goes like I went to this um, sensual yoga class taught by this sex therapist that I had on my podcast. Uh huh. And it was so. Okay, so there's a comic in me, and then there's a human in me, okay? Mm -hmm. And so they fight all the time, because, like, the human in me wants to embrace this experience, all love, love, blah, and the comic in me is like, fuck, this is such good material for yeah, a yeah, character. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Sure. So there was, there was um, and again, I'm not going to, like, contradict what I say. I will love everyone. I want everyone to, like, embrace who they are. I'm going to set up the story this way, because okay. I don't want anyone to think I'm making fun of anyone transitioning, because... Again, you do you, you be you. I love everybody. Mm -hmm. But the there was a, a person in the class, the only one, and my girlfriend came who is so into spirituality shit. Like, she got a Yanni egg stuck up her pussy in What's Indonesia. This? What is this? Okay, so this is like an egg that you exercise your pussy with. Oh, like a Kegel ball? Yes, yes. It's called like Yanni or whatever. And so like she had to go... This is a totally different topic, too, but it's really funny. Okay, so imagine being in Indonesia on a spiritual retreat. I could never. My girlfriend goes on these all the fucking time. I'm like, bitch, why haven't you found yourself yet? I'm crying! <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So she's like, the girls at that retreat, like, tell her to put these yawny eggs up her pussy to, like, it's like, because there's different ones. There's, like, amethyst and all these different sure. fucking, you know, the, everyone's into the crystal stuff. Imagine putting one up your pussy, okay? It okay. gets stuck, and she, could, she couldn't get it out, so she had to go to a hospital and. Indonesia oh. and they didn't have the right instruments and she kept getting you know because they're down in a very sensitive area so she kept getting really wet oh my <laughs> god he couldn't get the egg out for like three hours oh no three hours that's too long of foreplay <laughs> I mean could you imagine and like the only reason it's funny is because that's my she's the, like every, anywhere we go if there's a spiritual hippy dippy any one person she just draws them in and it always ends in a disaster like that I like, love it every time like I don't like whether it's a massage therapist whatever it is 
that's my friend, and uh-huh. that's the energy that she attracts. So anyway, so she came with me last night to this thing. And so the guy that's behind her is the the transition. Well, I don't even know. I think, honestly, it was – I don't think that they were having a transition. I don't know who she was, mm-hmm. but I love her. I'm not going to say her name because I have respect for her privacy. But she was behind this friend, okay? Of course, that person was behind my girlfriend. Okay? With the egg still in her. No, the eggs are out at oh, this okay, point. Great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> She's back from Indonesia. She got the eggs out. I don't know if she still puts them in, but <laughs> she's a wild girl, and I love her. So, so in the yoga class, the the girl behind her, it was just so funny. Oh gosh, I'm losing the point to it, but it was just so damn <laughs> funny. Always. Damn it! Oh my gosh, what was it? You it was were a, oh, he reminded class. me. He reminded me, or she? Excuse me. She. I please forgive me. I it was a she. I just I'm trying not to say her name. So like you know whatever. This is why I got confused. She reminded me of my ex boyfriend. Like literally looked just like my ex boyfriend dressed up. In drag, and so the whole time I'm looking, and I'm you know topless doing yoga, thinking of my ex boyfriend in a one piece behind me, right? And so the comic in me was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But the person in me is like, you know, she's having her own experience, and I love her, and I'm happy that she's on this journey and able to express her sensuality and you know be her because yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of judgmental environments that she's not capable or able excuse me to do that in so like that's the human and then the comic in me so I struggle with that like all the time yeah how do you know which one to choose you know just reading the room no it's whatever I feel like I'm never gonna be disrespectful because I you know I really am big on being yourself your authentic self and if I feel if I'm tired and I say the wrong thing I say the wrong thing Mm -hmm. if I offend someone I can't control everyone else's emotions I can't make everyone happy and please everybody all the time I'm gonna be myself and if I go too far or offend you I'm never gonna go out of my way to be like extra or anything because that's I just don't have enough energy for that. <laughs> but uh, I always try to be respectful while still, you know, being authentic to who I am. And I'm sure you do the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, back to the belly Sorry, that point. was a really weird no, I, couple of transitional <laughs> stories. I hope your audience appreciates them. I think I've prepped them for tertiary tangents now. I mean, that I think we're three de- degrees away from anything that we started from, which I love. Yeah. That's earth that's life yeah it goes into whatever now i'm your spiritual friend do it do it be it girl just fall out of me i mean yeah every crystal every color oh my gosh that would be a great sketch (laughs) but the belly button point oh yeah what the hell was that that's how we got on this entire tangent it's kind of sensual because (laughs) i think it's like connected to like a tube I would really, sh- I should look this up, but like, I think if you push hard enough, it starts to feel a little icky in a way that you're like, Ugh. I think this is, is attached to like something in your fallopian tubes or something. I was about to say that or like, you know, like your umbilical cord and stuff. Maybe yeah. there's some sort of, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but there's got to be some sort of attachment or connection there. Yeah. Because that's how you were fed, you know, in your mother's womb. Right. You know? Ugh. But I have fake nails, so I couldn't feel anything you were talking about when I was like looking like I was masturbating. That is so insane. I think you were rubbing versus pushing it. Probably. No, I was doing both, but it's hard with fake nails. (laughs) I couldn't feel anything, Frankie. Frankie. Frankie 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 doesn't understand, but he he loves me. He does love you. I love him. I, I always like to internet stalk my guests before they come on. Did you find anything worthwhile? Honestly, all of it is. There, anything that's like, usually I get like deep cuts because like they've been like tweets from a long time ago or it's something like 
I can't believe this happened to you. But this one was like in June, but I just really wanted to talk about it. Okay. Um, it's a tweet that you wrote uh, that says, I feel like I should write a book on all of the horrible dates I've been on post-divorce. Yeah. And I was like, need to hear. Oh my gosh, yes. What do you want to know? Okay, so how this is the w- worst one. Well, okay, well, how about the most, oh, the, they're all bad. Uh, the, <laughs> it's like, I have a whole array of colors and selections of bad to choose from. So the last date that I went on, this guy says, and you know, I like older guys. You've met my ex-husband, okay? Mm-hmm. Which really so strange to think about. That, that <laughs> you know, I like him older. I have daddy issues. I own them. It's okay. Uh-huh. So I didn't realize. So it's one thing if like, because I want to get into the age stuff too on my podcast with you. Don't let me forget. Okay. So it's one thing if they're, you know, 53, mm-hmm. you know, or 51, because, you know, I'm pushing 30. So like, that's okay for me in, in my world. I like that. But when they're lying and saying they're 53 and they're 67 and they just had back surgery and they can't get up and you're at a public restaurant and it's like, what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, they're frail and that's not what I signed up for. And I was so uncomfortable the whole time. And... I was just, and he was kind of a dick too. And I was like, listen, you old man, you can't even fucking get up without me. Like, really? Are you going to be snappy? Literally, I said that to him. But like, I was so shocked. Like, I've, it's one thing if like you're, you're, you know, like 20 something and you know, you're saying, or like 18 and you're saying you're 21 or 23 or four. But like, I've never had that experience where it's like, it's a whole different energy level of like lies and deceit. And yeah, it was really uncomfortable. Wow. But I sat through it because the comic in me was like, okay, what is he going to say? I know. That's what's so good about like being in the comedy sphere is like if something's going horribly wrong, it's a story. It is. It's immediately a story. It's immediately something that is not so bad anymore because it's just so ridiculous. Yes. Speaking of, my girlfriend had sex with a tree, the one that I was talking about. We're going to go back to that. I cannot. Wait, how does that work? I asked her, I was like, did you know like its a branch? The whole, like, apparently it was a really big tree that she climbed in South Africa. <laughs> she was really turned on by it. Yeah, I think it was like a really long branch in the tree. Stop this. I must have this cease. Do you want her phone number? <laughs> Why would I want her phone number? Just because she's a lot of fun to hang out with. <laughs> I was like, I am not a tree. No, I know. I know. But I just think you need more friends like that in your life for stories. Oh, so funny. That That's your like parents a, won't hear about. Yeah, a different level of tree hugging. Yeah, but that. That was one of them. I'm trying to think of all the other ones because, I mean, I don't know. There's just been a lot of – Has there been any, like, through the bad dates, has there ever been something good that you're like, I should – remember that so that I can do it on a different date. Yeah, don't fall asleep on the dates. Probably another good one. This guy was younger. You know, he was in his 40s. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to preface. Yeah. yeah, no, I've dated a narcoleptic, though. How did that go? It wasn't fun driving with him. <laughs> oh, my God. Have they, has, did anyone, like, that guy slash anyone has ever, like, fallen asleep during sex? Mm. That's probably the saddest thing. That's actually a really good question. I'm thinking if anyone's ever fallen asleep during sex with me. And great question. I'm very proud of you for asking Thank that. You You're so really much. going outside of the. <laughs> but you, oh, I'm growing. You, you are, girl. You are. This is like, this you is are. a part of your growth. <laughs> uh, no one has fallen asleep to date, but there's still time. 
Yeah. But there is still time. If I keep going out with guys who are lying about their age, I think that'll probably happen. Oh, are you finding them on a specific on like dating sites or like hinge. in person? Hinge, hinge, yeah, hinge, yeah. And you know, just uh, uh, they're shorter than, and that doesn't really bother me. Like I'm more of a feelings person than I am a looks person. Mm-hmm. Some people are like really into having a hot guy, and I'm like, you know, I had that, and mm. I had to look over my shoulder every time. I and like I don't uh. ever want to go to the bathroom because girls were constantly hitting on him and it's just exhausting Jeez. you know but then I married some old motherfucker and he still cheated on me so like <laughs> what's the story <laughs> what's the story you just really have to vibe with someone I feel like and I'm not in a rush to like settle down I'm not in I don't want to make the same mistake twice yeah I got married within four months of knowing someone it was my fault I was also 23 mm-hmm. and going through a lot of trauma at the time you know losing my stepfather and my grandfather within three weeks That's you know insane. so uh, that was kind of how I coped with instead of getting a, like a dog or a tattoo I got married and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make that mistake again. I don't want to rush into a relationship. I don't want, you know, I just want to really protect my heart because whatever moves I make, obviously, you know, we were talking about this before we started recording. You're going to talk about it. Or you'll be at least influenced by it on social media with your mm-hmm. persona. What Whoever you hang out, you're influenced by whether you like it or not. Right. And you don't want that energy, you know, rubbing off. And also you don't. I don't know. We're I, I'm a fucked up role, mo- role model, but I am a role model. So like I I just not a fucked up. Well, for mental health, you know, the girl interrupted. I I talk a lot about you know my mental health struggles. I don't want to be the girl that makes the same mistake mm. in relationships, and I I don't want that for myself. And I also don't first, and then also don't want that for you know the social media persona that I have. Yeah, which is very authentic now, and it wasn't before. I was definitely, I never talked about my personal life as much as I did. Yeah. Yeah, that I, I do now. But I again, when I'm dating someone, I keep it very private. And I'll throw hints here and there, but I'll never give specifics, you know, where I'm at, who they are, names. You still can't find my ex-husband's name, nor That's will so you. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm very private when it comes to that. And it's so funny because people will see me on the app and they'll see that I'm on social media and think, oh, uh, I, I, you're like you know being photographed by TMZ. I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm not like a big celebrity. Like, I don't think that I am at all. Right. And I don't, I don't talk. I'll make jokes, but I will never give any personal details because I a lot of the guys are obviously dads that I date because they're a little older, you know. And I have res- a lot of respect for that. And yeah, I'm just not that girl. I don't want to put it all out there like that. I I love to keep my relationship sacred. I think it's so important. I I mean, I've talked about it a lot, but it's like I felt bullied into putting people on like my social media in the past, whether that was like someone dating or like friendships. And I felt used. And I really think it's so icky. And not only that, it's like when I I was in a serious relationship for like three or four years and we were very public about it. And so like when we were breaking up, a bunch of people were tweeting and Instagramming and being like, we we deserve a, a... reasoning on this because you let us into your relationship and now like we need to know what happened yeah and it's like I can see that point but it's also like so my life and I'm going through this and both of us are hurting and like you're exacerbating this so I I made a promise to myself I think him and I made a promise which like he broke but it's fine it was like if we ever like start dating other people like let's not put them on our Instagrams and to give him credit he didn't put it as much as like we were online which I think is so important because people usually when they're in like bad parts of their relationship, then it's just like influx of posts just to make uh, up for it. That's so true. Isn't it I so funny? It. Not only that, but I noticed too and I'm like, gosh, this is such a crazy bitch thing to do. But like you follow and then you block and then you unfollow and then whatever. <laughs> I just think that's so stupid. But I hear your point. I can only imagine 
how uncomfortable that must have been for you to go through mm-hmm. with posting and then and feeling like you needed to answer when you're still trying to process it for yourself. Like you didn't even have the answer for yourself. Why do you need to give a public right. service announcement to the world right. when you don't know? Exactly. And now people do like big breakup videos that that get like 20 million views. What? That's a thing now? It's crazy. There's so many people that like, you know, in, in the music world where they like put two artists together just to like get publicity and then like they end up falling in love. I think like G-Eazy and Halsey were that. Oh, cool. I didn't know. Yeah. I think she's like matchmaking. And then I think people are thinking that um, Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello are. Oh. So it's like usually just like contrived a little coupling and then like sometimes it works. Mm-hmm. And uh Oh, what was I? Oh no! Now I forgot what I was. See, because your emotions are attached to this topic, that happens a lot too. Okay, so you were talking about because I'm listening. You were (laughs) because I am listening. Run the tape back. Yeah, you were talking about how you didn't have an answer for social media for when you're in a relationship. You're talking about how the music industry puts people together, and so it's fake. You're talking about breakup videos on YouTube and how that's a thing, right? Oh, yes, girl. Yeah. I always love when somebody can do that because I'm like, wow, you're incredible. Well, because my emotions aren't. No, I literally, if I wasn't like listening and like, or if I was telling the story and I was emotional about it because I have a personal relationship to the topic, I would probably do the same thing. So don't feel bad. So interesting. Yeah. But uh, it's in the same way of like making breakup videos, YouTubers making breakup videos is the same thing of like these A&R industry music people putting people together just to like get more popular. It's so weird. Just like controversy. It happens a lot too. I feel like that's an old Hollywood trick though. Like they did that with actors back in the day too, you know? I mean, I guess that is what like TMZ is and stuff. Fuck yeah, girl. But you didn't do that. That must have been, and was that the person that you were like, so the last time I remember seeing you, it was like 2017 you were at this like beautiful event that was two-faced. Yeah, it was like all these roses. You looked amazing. Oh, I know. I actually cared. I put in the effort that (laughs) night, honey. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I care today, just not about that. Yes, yes. So there was, like, this aerial artist, like, half naked doing, and I just remember having the deepest conversation with you, and right next to us there was this, like, couple that, like, was out of town, and they were so, like, just enamored by everything because it was so glamorous and beautiful, and you and I were just, like, shooting the shit, and you were, like, it was was a great, authentic conversation, and I really really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think I I, I complimented how good you looked, and I said, uh— how did you get in shape? And you just said divorce. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Do- oh, yeah. Was that what it was? Yeah. I mean, oh, gosh. I got so skinny. <laughs> I did. That The best breakup diet is real. You know, you either lose or gain. And I'm the type that, like, loses when I'm under all that stress. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, you look just as good today. Thank you. I actually feel better today. I'm a little bit more curvy in the right places. And I love my body. And I'm super happy with where I'm at. Like, you know, it's all about how you feel. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, and how you carry yourself and the confidence you have. It doesn't matter what shape you're in. If you go up and down the scales, if you can't button your pants and you have to buy new jeans, that's another thing. But, like, just because it's, like, expensive. I was like, ugh, why do I have to do that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't have to go shopping and shit. Right. But, you know, love your body. And even if you have to do that, it's okay. But just for me personally, yeah, I, I mean, my, my button is still unbuttoned from the belly button thing. But I honestly wanted to unbutton it before. Oh, JK News. I, like, walked in. I was like, listen, I can't button my jeans. And I'm okay <laughs> with it. And that's today. The, the body issues were so rampant in the past couple of years for me. But right now, I can also say that, like, finally, I'm Good. Good, Like, girl. it's so insane to, like, be on both sides of it. Right. Because, like, growing up, especially online, and, like, there's so many eyes on us at all times, especially being women. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it really is so difficult. And that's why, like, Jamila Jamil, I love her so much because she's from The Good Place. She's, like, the – she plays Tahani. She's got, like, long black hair. Okay. Long dark hair. So she always talks about uh, body positivity and just, like, not even body – 
positivity but like body acceptance yes. and just being like showing stretch marks and I think she like took a stand to not show um, to not like photoshop her like fat from her um, good for like, her yeah, love it I love it too and it's like but to get to that part takes so much of not feeling that way absolutely and it's it's so nice to be able to go like oh it gets better it does get better and you know what as you get older things change like you have to accept that like you're yeah. not always going to look like you looked when you were 18 if you think that you're setting yourself up for failure mm-hmm. you have to embrace the changes that come with life if you have autoimmune issues that come up like i'm you know suffering with right now or surviving i should say I, yeah. i'm a survivor it's annoying when you have to like adjust to those changes when rashes come up or when like losing my hair right now is a really it's been a big adjustment for me, mm-hmm. and it comes and it goes, and it, I just never know what I'm going to get, so I've been wearing wigs, and then you get shamed for wearing wigs, and it's just like, listen, okay, not everyone's blessed with beautiful hair. It, alopecia is a thing, and those women are the some of the strong, and men are some of the strongest people that I know, mm-hmm. okay? Honestly, like, living every day like that, rocking it, following those pages, I followed a lot of alopecia pages, like, once I started getting diagnosed with everything. I'm just... I am enamored with how brave and courageous those women are. Right. W- women more. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be sexist. But, like, yeah. it's a lot harder for a woman to lose her hair than a guy. Because guys look hot with bald heads. You know? <laughs> they do. I like it. I'm into it. Like, Bruce Willis, come on. Yes. Mr. Clean, I'd still do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it, it's just, like, a really big transition. And, and. The way I've come to accept it, if anyone out there is suffering from autoimmune issues, I know I'm taking this conversation in a different direction. Um, A a lot of women wear, like, extensions. Wigs are becoming a big thing with Kylie Jenner. She rocks them all the time, and I just think that's amazing. And it's it's fun, actually. Like, and your listeners are probably really young. But, you know, when you get into, like, (laughs) fantasy and role play and stuff, they're like, ooh, stranger, wear a different wig. Like, when you're married or in a relationship, you know, spice things up. Meet at a bar. Pretend like you don't know each other. You're wearing a wig. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're you're playing a different role when I play a lot of characters, so I'm constantly in wigs. Yeah. So I don't really understand the difference if it's a weave, it's a, if it's a wig, if they're extensions. You're still altering it in some way. Right. So what's the big deal if you've got a wig on? I don't know. Other than like if it's a windy and you're in Chicago, those <laughs> right. women are like the be- the most badass <laughs> bitches I know. <laughs> Babies. Yeah, but love who you are. Even if you're losing your hair, you know, there's always different things that you can do to make yourself feel better. Absolutely. Point. Point. All right, Checkmate. girl, you take it. I see you over there. You're like, you're on that computer like, okay, what the fuck is the next topic? I got it. No, I it's, it's perfect because our first question, our first and only question is about social media breakups. But I'm going to, we're going to take a quick break while Sid gives us an extra piece of advice you can find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram. And we'll be right back. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. 
Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Oh, my nose. Okay. Just let it all come out. I'm sure your fans want to hear it. <gasps> my uh, my nose? Blow like, it. I blow my nose? Yeah, do it. <laughs> um, are you ready to help people? Always. Oh, oh. Uh, this question is called Social Media Breakup. So recently, I've broken up with my boyfriend of five years back in May because of different morals and inequality. He's been bashing me on social media and spread lies about me with mutual friends. I've actually lost those friends and they haven't contacted me since. I tried clearing the air with him, but he blocked me and everything. I'm really hurt about it since I felt that after five years, he'd never do something like that to me. I don't ever want to stoop to that level, but how can I handle a situation that affects my life even though we aren't together anymore? Hope you can help. Thanks. Damn. All right. Do you want my answers? Wait. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you like have a full list? You have a scroll? I, in my of head, things? yeah, I was listening intently because I, I will forget. Okay, okay, then you go first. Okay. So, what I think the most important thing, step one, focus on how you're feeling and how you can react in your real life. Take social media out of the equation. Go to therapy, and you need to be able to come to closure with yourself because it sounds like in this situation, he's not really receptive or interested in listening, and you're going to be speaking to a deaf audience Mm -hmm. with him anyway. So it really matters is if you get it out for yourself. I would recommend journaling and therapy. Like, write him a letter so that way you can just process those feelings. And honestly, there's something I don't know what it is with your brain when you get it on the page. Right. And you can see it. Yeah. It becomes this tactile thing where you're just able to, like, really just move forward and through the feelings and move on with your life, which is the most important thing. Right. For social media, I would. You, got to be the bigger person. And if you are able to word something in a delicate way where you can say, once you're at a comfortable place and you've done the self-work. Which will take much longer than that. (laughs) Absolutely. Take your time, girl. Take your time. Maybe cut off social media for a little bit until you're ready. But then you can make a statement. It'll be very powerful. And people will know the real you and who you are. And I'm really sorry that happened to you about your friends, that they're not talking to you. But clearly... They weren't your real friends to begin with because if they were, they wouldn't just shut you out. And they would know that the lies are not about you, which is what I was like triggered by because in I was dating the same guy that I was dating when I met you initially. That happened to me. His He didn't make the lies, but another girl that wanted to be with him made up a bunch of lies about oh. me. This is insane. So high school. She made a fake Facebook and put like my pictures on it and then messaged her. Of a crazy message calling her a bitch, calling her all these bad things, things that I would never say, think, words that I would never use, like diction that doesn't even exist in my life. And then uh, t- I, he had like told another friend of mine and she brought it up to me. And I remember being at a, an Italian restaurant, which is crazy because I still love Italian uh. and this did not affect it whatsoever. <laughs> oh, it's but so he funny. like showed me this crazy Facebook message that apparently I had sent to someone. And it was so, I had never seen it before. My boyfriend, or yeah, the guy, I don't know if we were fully dating yet, but the guy like didn't know me well enough and just like 
thought that I actually sent that to this other person. And it was a wreck. Wait, was this during the relationship or at the breakup? It was, I think, before we started dating. Like, the, I think the girl was threatened by me being the next girl up. Right. So she was trying to ruin. Yeah. That's awful. I'm so sorry that happened to it you. It was just crazy that someone could go through that intense of, like, a really a lot of steps. There you got to do, like, a fake email. You got to do the CAPTCHA, prove you're not a robot. Yeah. You got to pick the... How many squares have a stop sign in them? The storefronts, you know, sometimes they cross over in different grids. You yeah. You click so many of them. There's there's people out there that are so vindictive that are trying to bring you down no matter what. Mm -hmm. And you just have to know and you have to know the truth within yourself. And that has to mean more to you than what other someone else's opinion is. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that, that and I'm so sorry that happened. That's not fair and that's not okay. But you have to just have that that inner strength and know, okay, listen, if this person's really meant to be in my life, mm -hmm. if they really know my true character and what I'm about, this shit's not going to matter. Right. And that's like really what it comes down to. Because yeah. again, I've had some crazy bitch shit like that too. And it's just like the more you try to like stand up for yourself, the crazier you get. Yeah. And then it feels like this weird gaslighting thing where you're like, what the hell? Like I'm trying to prove who I am and my character when mm -hmm. really over time, it all it, comes out anyway. Exactly. Your character will prove you for yourself. Absolutely. But I want to go back to what you had said before. Oh, the journaling. Yeah. Um, and writing letters. I've yeah. written so many letters to people that I've also never sent. Because it'll feel, sometimes you just need to get it out, like you said. Like, get it out on the page. You can see it. And sometimes I'll burn it. Sometimes I'll rip it up. But, like, you don't have to send the letter. You can just get all of your feelings out. So that's one step in moving forward. Absolutely. I have kind of a deeper story with the, you know, a similar one. But it's kind of deep. Yeah. So I don't know if you want me to go there or not. But it, it's a really cool exercise that I learned in a psych ward. <laughs> <gasps> Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. So obviously you have daddy issues. And so uh, in one of the group therapy sessions that we went to, the, the therapist said, okay, what I want you to do is whatever it is inside of you. So you have to go back to your earliest childhood trauma. Mine was not being heard and being abandoned by my dad. I was five years old. So you have to go back in your brain whenever that is. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you have to write a letter to yourself with your left hand. <gasps> Yeah, and respond like your your dad, okay? So like <gasps> so I said, "Dear Sydney, I'm so sorry that I left you and I gave all the reasons why and blah blah blah." And then on my right hand, I wrote back to my dad as oh my, my 5-year-old self and like, "Daddy, I forgive you. Yeah. I understand mommy and my sisters are going to be okay." And I've chilled. Yeah, I know. I've like I got emotional and started crying saying it cuz I was just like reliving that, but it was such a powerful thing for me I to like love that. yeah and it really helped me like move forward and recover which is why I can still joke I'm like I have daddy issues blah 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 but that exercise honestly out of all the therapy I've been to and I've been to a lot <laughs> yeah. that changed my perspective that's so such much a cool exercise yeah so if you can do that even it doesn't have to be you know a family member it could be you know a boyfriend or whatever it is you could like you know change it to whatever works for you because I actually did my own version of it in, the, <laughs> in there yeah it, the, the what you were supposed to was a little different but I learned in my acting classes, like, whatever you hear is what it's supposed to be. Yes. That's such an interesting thing to say because I, I would do writing exercises with a friend. And I would always go, like, are you writing in fiction or how do you? And she was like, whatever, whatever it comes out. And yeah. Like, that's very interesting. Yeah. Like, like, the reasoning behind it. Of course. And you, that's your art. That's your heart. That's who you are. That's your essence. And your, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just love that. Right. Your friend was very, a good friend. That's a good friend. Yes. She is great. Which I'm like, hopefully these friends that believe these lies about her 
will realize that that's not her because they they would be close enough. And this is so I've I've been in like a couple weird seminars that like are are le- leadership seminars, but like definitely have a lot of like trauma work in them. And one of them was. Maybe you're right about like when you care about something, you s- forget what you're talking about. Yeah, when you're emotion, when you have emotions to it, I- you like go right to that moment, and I can like see myself in this chair, and I'm like, wait, now what am I talking about? Yeah, because you just kind of black out a little bit because you're so attached to it. So don't feel bad. You, you know, That's take the time so to go crazy. back to it. So you're in a seminar. <laughs> I'll help you. No, because I hate it when this happens to me. And then I start talking faster and then forgetting yeah. more. And then I look more anxious and I'm on drugs. I'm like, I'm not on drugs anymore. I'm just trying to like tell a good story, but then I don't remember and I'm frustrated. Right. And so talking faster is like my oh. way of coping. Okay. Yes. Go, okay. Yes. yes, we got it. We got yeah, it. Right. We're back in. We're you back said in. coping and I was like, here we go. Yes. <laughs> Do it. So there is one exercise where basically the end of the the goal was to have a lot of popsicle sticks. And the way that you have a popsicle, popsicle stick is if you like made connections with people. And so I was thinking the whole seminar was like you take notes, you learn, you pay attention, and then you get out and you like live your life better with like better leadership qualities. Okay. But the whole game of like this popsicle stick game was based off of how you showed up in the world naturally. So like, oh, oh fuck, I'd I'll, be screwed. Dude, same. <laughs> I had one popsicle stick. Well, I kept one too, so I had two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bad girl. <laughs> well, you could win if you kept one because that means you believe in yourself and you're making a connection with you. And then the other one. What the, I, did you pay for the shit? <laughs> I, <laughs> it's just a really bad like NyQuil dream. Wait, what the fuck? Okay, sorry. I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to dismiss this. Okay, this is just a really funny yes, exercise. I'm sorry. It is. It's hilarious. Okay. The moral of the story is the if you show up in a way that's authentic and around any like anyone else that is also authentic, you're going to make that connection and those people would never not believe or th- those people would never believe the lies that your boyfriend was like spewing about at you. Mm-hmm. So that was this is like a kind of like another like ancillary piece of advice, but it's kind of not at all to do with like this social media breakup but just like how you're showing up as a person like are you as authentic as you can be are you around people that are also as authentic and both wanting to grow at the same level because like I'm sure you've been through this too like now that we are like a very similar age is like we've we've seen people come and go and like for reasons for seasons but like for truly because when you're evolving and you're kind of finding your path on whatever journey it may be, if it's spiritualism or if it's like your career journey or like whatever it may be, you're going to end up being around people that are like-minded. Mm-hmm. And if these people, if you might not be around people that are like-minded because what's this thing? Like you're, you're like the five people that you hang out with the most. Yeah, of course. So it's like, it, I don't, I, I feel like I'm like picking apart the friends, but it's like. No, it, I think that absolutely, because they're not real friends. Right. At all. And hey, and this sounds awful, but it's the, you know, we've dealt with some shady people mm-hmm. in situations. What if the friends wanted your boyfriend the whole time? Yikes. And that's a possibility. Yeah. And th- again, still not a real friend. Right. So. A thousand percent. Yeah. So yeah, we say it's okay with the friends. Be yourself. You'll find them. The, I think that what I would want to like touch on a little bit more is like what the protocol of being online if if you are going through a breakup. Like you and I have very public personas. Yeah. So like, and, and we both don't put our personal lives online. But like, if you did, how would you deal with? I mean, I guess even if you didn't, like, how would you deal with seeing your your boyfriend, like, on Twitter or on Instagram, even if you unfollow them, if you have mutual friends, you can see if they liked 
one of your mutual friend's posts. And so every time you see, because it says like liked by Mm -hmm. Sid Wilder and and 500 others, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, how do you, unless you block them, there's no other way that you can assure that they won't come up in your feed. Block, I block everybody, no contact, no contact. Deleting someone out of your phone is like the, the last form like I, I always try to do everything but that. Why do I'm you like, do that though? Because then you know. know that they're calling you and contacting you, or that like I can contact them if I wanted, just like to have the safety. Now I don't. As soon as I stop, uh, like having them in my phone, I know that like I'm very close to closure. Really, or starting closure. That's so interesting. So, yeah. See, I would never want to delete anyone just because <gasps> I'm like the number. No. Wait, I thought that's what you were telling me to do. No, block. No contact means, like, don't contact them. Oh, but if I blocked it, then I would still know that it was their number. And then I could unblock it and then call them. Yeah, you could. You could. (laughs) Well, change. Okay, have someone change their name in your phone. That's good. My mom had to do that a couple times, but I still figured out who these people, like, and I'll drunk dial them sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Oh, that's such a good idea. Give give your phone to someone else, have them change the name, then block it. Yeah. Well, then you could go on your block list and see the the name that you don't know and be like, oh, that's crazy. That, like. How do you know where the block list is? I don't even know how to get into that. I don't know. Somebody told me about the block list because they were blocked. And they're like, hey, take me off the block list. Oh, on your phone? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Oh, that's funny. Just don't go. You have to train yourself. Okay, what do you, what's going to work for you, I think, is the best, you know, solution yeah. to that. Some people are fine. Like, I know so many guys that are like, I don't care. I am so you know? not fine. I'm not. I don't want to see your face. I don't want to see your no. friends. I don't want to see your dog. I don't right. want to see any of it. <laughs> I have to leave forever. Yeah, I need that. I need that just complete closure. Yeah. So I think we hit almost all the points in this question. We handled the the social media, the friends, and I guess uh, I usually am like on the side of the – and I am on the side of, of the caller. But he, it, she said that she, he blocked her on everything after she had recently broke up with him. So I, like you can't be mad at that because we're literally telling everyone to block the person. Yes, and I, I'm sure the caller – I'm not – I want to set this up by saying – I'm so sorry for your pain and I'm so yes. sorry you're going through this breakup, but this is an opportunity to look inside yourself and mm-hmm. figure out how the relationship ended, what went wrong, and really be honest. Look at the ugly truth and figure out what you can improve on within yourself Yeah, in that situation. Yeah, because five years is a long time. And when you're with someone so much, you start to become like them. And mm-hmm. like now you have the opportunity to kind of like go the other way and find yourself again. Yeah. I think this goes for everything. This is um, advice that someone gave to me. Uh, Someone in the spiritual realm as well. I'm sure my friend knows her. (laughs) She was like, she said, uh, it just ends up being your friend. She was like, (laughs) I know her for some reason. You're probably going to meet her in a tree somewhere. I like whittled down the little eggs. I'm really crafty. I probably could make some. You probably could. But she said, anytime somebody gives you negativity like the way to like have a force field over yourself even if it's like from you like your your mindset like being mean to yourself or like negative self-talk say cancel clear delete and then like immediately say an affirmation that it's basically like quantum physics is like trying to get like your thoughts right so that nothing can penetrate you negatively so she says how can i handle situate how can i handle situations that affect my life even though we aren't together anymore without stooping to that level of him like bashing on social media it's like anytime if he bashes you online what i've learned 
from being on the internet is some people just want to be heard. Sometimes don't they don't even really hate you. They just like need to be heard and need to say something. And the way to get attention is to say something mean. Sometimes people would even be like, I hate you or like you're getting fat. And then like I will respond and they'll go, oh my God, you realize me, that I exist. Like, hi, I love you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how are you shrouding like support and love behind something so negative just to get a reaction. Yeah, that's I totally agree with that point of view. I think he could totally be saying negative things in order to get a reaction out mm-hmm. of her. Some guys, I, this sounds so messed up, but some guys really enjoy messing with you oh, when you break yeah. up. They, they get off on that by hurting you. And I'm not that person, but I know people like that exist. And mm-hmm. so I've learned to kind of like learn how to survive and it's not fun. Fuck, I was going to say something else too because that's like making me go back to all the shit that I had to deal with. Um, Um, success is the best revenge. So Mm -hmm. moving forward, first fixing the relationship with yourself and then finding someone else that loves you for you that you can move on with, that's when you're winning. And that's what matters, Mm -hmm. not what he's saying. And people will see that in time. Yep. If, you know, everything, no one's in the wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if no one's in the wrong. (laughs) I think... I think we helped. I think that's great advice. Thanks, girl. The last piece of advice I want to know is advice you'd give to your younger self. Oh, my gosh. I have the same question for you. Oh, my God. Isn't that funny? Okay. Well, I'll make mine more specific. Okay. Um, Oh, oh, oh. It's going to be like that? (laughs) Are you going to question me like that? You're going to one-up the question game? Batoon, let's do this. Just so it's different. Okay, girl. What is your main piece of advice pre-marriage? Wow. Pre-marriage. I was such an idiot pre-marriage. What would you give yourself advice on then? What topic of my life? Um, any. Any that would be the most important for someone uh, that was, I guess, uh, 23-ish. Hmm. Gosh. I would say do more stand-up. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Because that was like... I was so fearless back then, and I did it all the time. And now, since I've been through so much trauma in every regard, I don't really enjoy that lifestyle as much. It's not a healthy environment for me anymore. So I just wish I would have done more shows then when I, you know, wasn't as as uh, broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not broken. I'm put. I put myself back together. Yes. But I guess uh, scarred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll my scars will always be with me but you know what it's okay I wear them with a badge of fucking honor yeah truly yeah. have you ever seen that I think it's like a Japanese uh, tradition that they do if a plate or a vase breaks they put it back together but like with gold oh my gosh I love because you have that Asian in you I love that <laughs> yes I actually I had a couple of my fans send that to me and it was the, so beautiful it's amazing it's right so touching I want some of that artwork in my mm-hmm. house or whatever they are like they have plates they have all different types of material or utensils whatever they are yeah i love it there's so funny here's another asian culture spiritual thing to end on please but they they said this is i guess like largely a misconception in new agey type of like spirituality but like it's not actually this but for for purposes of like it being inspirational it's close enough Mm -hmm. so i know that it's kind of wrong but it's very cute so they say that the the chinese word for crisis is two symbols and if you like break the two symbols apart it's opportunity and danger or problem so like at the same time that you have an issue it's the same on the same side of the or the other side of that coin of the same coin though it's opportunity so anytime you have like adversity anytime you have an issue that's opportunity in order to like choose which way you want to handle it and absolutely so nice i love that advice girl i think that's beautiful and i totally agree yeah i wish it was like perfectly 
the if you broke away the Chinese characters, it was perfectly like that. Yeah. But I think they like sugarcoat it to make it like easy to say in seminars. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I want these symbols now. That sounds like a new tattoo. I know, right? <laughs> I want to go home and do that writing exercise. You should. That's going to be so powerful. It really is. I think everyone powerful. listening should do it right after we end here. Wait, do you, does everyone get to listen to it, or is that was like only a Patreon thing? No, everyone. Good, you guys. Yes, please go do that. Please go do that. Yes, and go follow Girl Interrupted yes, for more inspirational advice. The <laughs> next thing that I was about to say, I'm on your podcast. Well, I'm about to be, but like when this comes out, I will have been on your podcast too. Yes. I'm so very excited. So where can people listen and find you everywhere on the internet? Perfect. Thank you for asking. Uh, Sid Wilder. I'm all over Instagram, mm-hmm. you guys. That's more of the sexy persona, the real heart, soul, self-help is Girl Interrupted, which is my podcast. It's also in on Instagram, I'm also on Patreon. If you want exclusive content, Girl Instructed Patreon. I love it. Yeah. Oh, and my website will probably be out by this time. And I'm doing a lot of stuff for suicide prevention because that's <gasps> a topic really close to my heart because I lost my stepfather to suicide. And if you learn a little bit more about Girl Instructed, you'll figure out my <laughs> my story too. So please go check that out. It's going to be really meaningful. Yay! Yay! Please do. You're the best. I'm so glad we got to connect again. I know. After all this time, it's like we can see each other's growth, and it's so cool. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I'm so happy for you, and I'm Same. thank you for having me on your podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank oh my you. God, how wholesome is this? I know. Okay, let's <laughs> immediately make it last. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you guys have a sticky situation or burning concern, call us at 805-751-9071. Give us your age, and we'll give you quasi-wisdom, maybe, except for in this case where we really helped. I know. We <laughs> sorry, I'm sweet. Sorry, no, no, no. I'm like, oh, I should eat something so that way I can continue that. There's cheese. It's downstairs. Let's go get it. Oh, okay, let's do it. See you next week on Just a Tip. I love you. Love you. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast. <laughs>